welcome to the 155th episode of The Week with Roger, a conversation between analysts about all things telecom, media, and technology from Recon Analytics. I'm Don Kellogg, and with me as always is Roger Reitner. How are you doing, Roger? Hey, I'm good. Good. So, Roger, Dish is back in the news. This time it has to do with T-Mobile and 800 megahertz spectrum. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what's going on? Well, as you might remember, uh, way back when this all closed, uh, there was a piece of 800 megahertz spectrum uh, that Dish had the uh, opportunity to buy if they wanted to and pay $3.0 billion for it or walk away from it and pay $72 million. The spectrum is 14 megahertz, which is seven, seven up, seven down uh, in most of the US and on the border, it's three and a half up and three and a half down. It's like in modern uh, network design, this is a pittance, right? In, the, in a world where, where the carriers are bragging, uh, bragging about having 100 or 200 megahertz of contiguous spectrum, uh, having 7 by 7 is a drop in the bucket. Right, but this is, uh, this is low band though, right? So I mean, it's a little yes, different. Yes, this is low band, but bandwidth is bandwidth, low or not low. Dish... Uh, was supposed to buy this or, or, or make a decision. And so they filed an extension with the court and said, you know, the world is mean to us uh, because interest rates uh, increased and we didn't expect it and uh, we can't get financing and all of stuff. Give us, give us another eight months. And uh, the business partner... T-Mobile, uh, unexpectedly, I, I didn't expect this. I, I would have thought like T-Mobile would play along, uh, filed and said like, you know, just because the world is mean to dish, doesn't matter that they can drag this out. We have other people who are willing to buy this and the court should deny it. Which I think is, is funny because who would pay... $3.6 billion for a 7x7 seven seven license. This spectrum makes only sense when you can put the pilot on it, which is basically telling you how much spec, how much your signal strength, like the thing on the, your phone with the bars, that's like the strength of your pilot. You usually want to have this on the lowest available spectrum so that but because that reaches the most in, in as better propagation as better propagation it better into buildings further and so on and so forth but this has 600 megahertz spectrum so why does it need 800 right mm -hmm. i have no idea i think this is hilarious both for dish actually wanting to buy it uh but not being able to right Mm -hmm. And T-Mobile saying, we don't see this happening. This is a delay. We have people who want to buy it. I'm waiting for how much people want to actually pay for this, right? Right. Because it, it's, it's spectrum that 20 years ago was worth 
a ton of money, but now it's like everybody has 600 or 850 or 700. Well, that's, that's the thing, right? I mean, all the, the likely suspects in terms of the national MNOs, they all have plenty of the spectrum already, yeah. right? Yeah. And so it's some, some uh, they, they dragged out some like little company that wants to provide then connectivity on on a nationwide basis for IoT. I built a business plan like a few years ago. Building an IoT network is a non-starter. IoT makes a lot of sense when you have an existing network that you can utilize. Uh, but when you have like devices that are where the ARPU is like a dollar a year, building a network for that, it's like insane, right? Well, I mean, presumably with, with everybody rolling out standalone and slicing and everything else, you could provision whatever portion of your existing network for IoT rather than have to kind yeah. of own and operate a separate IoT network anyway, no, right? Well, I mean, like, it's, it's, it doesn't strange. make sense. We'll, yeah. we'll see what happens. We'll see what the court says. <laughs> Uh, and if Dish gets a break for another, you know, almost a year, we'll see. Not sure if the financial markets will turn around, but well, I think I think inflation's probably here for a little while longer. At least, you know, the interest rates I don't think are going to plummet overnight anytime soon. So I, I don't. If I had to bet whether or not you know interest rates would be where they're going to be in eight months, um, yeah, I don't think, I don't think it's going to change the overall calculus on Dish's part. Put it that way. Inflation has come down significantly, but uh, interest rates, the, the the spread is just like massive for for Dish. That's the killer. If Dish could could uh, raise money at the government rate or even the spread that uh, one of the other MNOs has. The amount that Dish would be obligated to pay is more than they than T-Mobile gets from anybody else. So T-Mobile saying we shouldn't wait another eight months to me indicates that they think that Dish will not be able to come up with the money in in like eight months or or a year, right? And so they they rather take a, a small amount today than than a gigantic amount of money later on, right? So we'll see. So we also had some uh, changes in the world of FWA over at Verizon. Do you want to tell us what's going on there with some of the sure. FWA price action? So we have now two FWA plans, 5G Home and 5G Home Plus. Uh, the difference is one is 4K video and the other one is 1080p. You can guess which one is the plus, right? And 5G Home is now $35 if you bundle it and 60 without discounts. And 5G Home Plus is 45 bucks and $80 without the discount. $80 without the discount, it is cable territory, right? And you can get Verizon Cloud Unlimited in with the 45 or $80. Congratulations. And an extra premium extra on on Verizon like NFL Sunday ticket or a Samsung Galaxy Chromebook Go 
uh, it's like you know prices are coming are, are coming up when it comes to uh, uh, FWA which in a way tells me that they're seeing really solid tension and they think that they are underselling this what's interesting with FWA um, for both T-Mobile and for Verizon we see this in in our numbers is that the vast majority of folks that get FWA also have mobile attached to it, right? Yes. And so to the extent that um, you know, Verizon's wireless net ads have been not fantastic for quite some time, I think this is, but they are doing well uh, quarter over quarter over quarter with, with fixed wireless. You know, the continued efforts to kind of bundle this service together on one on one hand, it's kind of using a product that's doing well to help along oh. a product that's not doing as well, right? Verizon uh, is doing really well with its existing customers, right? And they're able to attach more and more thing to fewer and fewer accounts because while net ads are going up for Verizon, the number of accounts are going down. The people who like Verizon really like it and spend more with it. And the ones who are on the fence are getting pushed out by by the increase in in fees, by the increases in these things, and Verizon just getting more expensive. Uh, but then everybody else, no, not everybody else. T-Mobile is getting more expensive with the with the new plans, right? Mm -hmm. And. AT&T has raised fees, but has not really moved much on the on the new pricing, right? And the new pricing, they haven't done anything yet. This way, they, they see that they have pricing power. And so it's very interesting to see if it holds through that, you know, I've always said that wireless is a non-collusionary oligopoly with a kink demand curve, right? Uh, which means they don't agree on prices and prices only can go stay the same or go down. And that premise is currently being tested, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, Verizon and T-Mobile are raising prices for new customers. Uh, AT&T has held steady until now. We'll see if, if something happens or not. Uh, but T-Mobile's net ads have gone up. Uh, Verizon's has gone sideways. In the last three quarters, AT&T's have come down. So it will be very interesting to see in this quarter, uh, when the results come out, if AT&T's net ads rebound, which would indicate that the pricing actions of Verizon and T-Mobile is getting consumer pushback. Right. It would be it would be a massive turning point of like you know what forty years of telecom uh, that that wireless carriers have pricing power, and this could really help wireless carriers or telcos to reshape the conversation with Wall Street, because. Wall Street is basically saying the reason why the, the, the valuations is in the dumps is Wall Street is saying we don't hear a growth. We don't see a growth story that we believe. And we're looking to Europe 
and Europe is in the dumpsters with ARPUs, you know, in the teens. And maybe one of the European telcos uh, return has exceeded its average uh, weighted average cost of capital, which is like atrocious. And we think this is going uh, going to happen here in the U.S. too. If all three carriers can push through price increases and continue to grow, that they could use as a as a as an attempt to basically go to Wall Street and say, we have pricing power, right? Yeah. We'll see. But I mean, you know, that's also against the backdrop of the price of everything increasing, right? I mean, it's, we were talking yeah, about but, inflation yeah. earlier in the podcast, right? You know, growth, is, growth is growth, but when, when interest rates are high, you, you need even more growth to stand out. Yeah, but the, 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 the inflation rate has only a limited impact here on wireless. Right, T-Mobile always likes to point out that they have long-term contracts on the tower, that they have long-term contracts on the equipment, and that they uh, that labor is a controllable factor. Right, but I mean, my point is that part of the reason Wall Street is down on telcos is because there's there, you know, in the in the minds of many investors, there are other better ways to invest money. Yeah, because they don't believe in the growth story. Right. 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 And here is, is, is the potential for a growth story. We have pricing powers. We can raise prices and people are paying it and it's not hurting us. In a way, it's not unreasonable to say. We'll see what happens, right? Yep, absolutely. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Roger. Talk to you next week. Okay, bye. Bye.